What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. I push my people to really pay attention to what they are saying to themselves and if that is useful for the vision that they have. If it's not useful for it, then don't do it. Hello, and welcome to Financials Podcast, Future Rich. I am your host, Barbara Ginty, and I'm also a CFP, which is a certified financial planner. And today we have an expert episode uh, with our guest today, Alejandra Rojas, and she is a money mindset expert, and she has a podcast all about your money mindset, and I'd like to welcome her to the show today. Introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them a little bit about your background, and then I'm excited to jump into money mindsets. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. I'm Alejandra Rojas. I'm a finance professional, um, money mindset expert, um, only because I really love to understand people through money and their money behaviors. Um, I have a podcast that is The Money Mindset Show, and I'm the founder of The Money Mindset Hub. So I'm just love to talk about this. <laughs> Yeah. So what have you found about um, people and their money? Like, What's the biggest observation you've seen about how mindset impacts individuals with their personal finance? The biggest observation, if I have to be honest, is that some little people, so like the numbers of people realizing that their mindset is the one of the main drivers of their financial behavior, it's scary. <laughs> Like the amount of people that I have coming in with financial struggles, with not being able to advance in their financial life only because their subconscious programming, their mindset of their perspective about money is insane every time. And it's something that we can really start uh, shifting, not fixing because it's nothing to fix about, but to start really mm -hmm. shifting from a very... Uh, easy way. Yeah. And what's the best way? So yeah, I agree with you that your mindset ha can have a very large impact on whether or not you're successful with, with your finances. What do you, what's the, if you've acknowledged it, which I think is very hard to do personally to acknowledge that your mindset is yeah. maybe the problem. Yeah. Uh, but what are your suggestions for first, how to identify that maybe your mindset is the obstacle and then how do you start making those adjustments? Yes. So like you said, it's very difficult to if you are not open to it, to see that is your mindset um, really stopping you. But I found that seeing and tracking your behavior over time without making any judgment is going to give you a good hint. So if you are having, um, I don't know, struggling to end up your month in a good note, taking mm -hmm. note of where the thoughts that you think when that happens. And just taking a journal about that for three months and see that the same thoughts are happening every time is going to give you a hint that, oh, this is a mindset thing. Because normally what happens is that you will forget. In 30 days, you will forget that you felt exactly the same way in the mm -hmm. past month. But when you have the journal, you start to see the pattern, see that you're 
the way of thinking about the situation that you are in right now is exactly the same as it was last month. And if it's exactly the same as it was last, last month, it's because your brain is driving that behavior in automatic pilot and you are not even realizing it. And that is your hint that there is a subconscious programming working that is not on your favor. Yeah, you're not even acknowledging the decision. You're doing it without even any thought behind exactly. it or in any intentionality. Yes, absolutely. And it's not only the behavior itself, but it's everything. It's the behavior, the action, and the results of it. So you can track any of those three parts. They're always going to be the same because it's the same route uh, in your subconscious driving it. And so let's say you track it for three months and you realize that, oh, this isn't good. I might have a problem. What's your advice on how to start to change your, with the root of the problem, right? Which is the subconscious behavior. Yes. Um, like we were talking about in um, the episode that we just recorded for my podcast, it is so difficult to look at yourself at the mirror and say, okay, I'm going to change this. It's not how it works because your brain, it's already half created uh, mm -hmm. pathways thinking that way. So uh, my best advice is look for somebody to help you, at least to support you, uh, to hold you accountable to reprogram. Now, what I do is that I work in mindset and subconscious reprogramming. So I hold my people accountable at the same time what I help them, not help them, support them to reprogram mm -hmm. their subconscious by, you know, different hypnotic communication, um, factual communication. Ooh, hypnotic yeah. communication? What does that involve? That involves speaking just uh, straight to your subconscious. So what okay. we do is to have the facts. Subconscious mind loves to have facts. So if you, let's just put an example. Um, a okay. client of mine, she was very, very worried about receiving money from insurance uh, because okay. this person really have received a lot of money from insurances because the dad passed away, because she had a fire and all of these things. So she was afraid to buy an insurance because she knew that if she bought an insurance, something bad will happen. Now, this has no space in a, in a logical sense, right? But it has right. every space on the subconscious and emotional level. Um, when it comes to hypnotic um, communications is thinking in very factual levels so making people understand in a most primitive way mm -hmm. well if if the tree was there yesterday and the tree was there the day before yesterday and uh, suddenly a uh, rain came through does the tree is not going to be there tomorrow because of the rain or or the tree just simply has a life there and whether the rain comes or not something is going to happen right it's kind of mm -hmm. funny talking making no sense but on a subconscious level it's how we learn when we are kids so uh -huh. what happens with one plus one well equals two and then you put the apples right it's very it's very kind of like stupid talking, but it's how we understand that it one thing doesn't have to do with the other one. You buy mm -hmm. an insurance has some, any it doesn't have anything to do with the situations that happen that for some reason your brain attached both of them before. Yeah, so it's it's a lot of I yeah, have it just, to be it's creative. not a cause and effect. 
effect. It's not if you buy insurance, you then die. I mean, the hope exactly. obviously with this is you buy it and don't like you buy homeowners, very unlikely your house burns down, but you buy it for the risk prevention, right? If God exactly. forbid it did happen. But I understand. Yeah. So she had two insurance payouts, all terrible lifetime. Obviously, you never want insurance to pay out. It's usually a bad event. You don't want to be exactly. the recipient of an insurance payout. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, and then, then that she gets yeah nervous that if she buys any sort of insurance policy. Yeah. So that was... So not a logical least- decision. Yeah, not a logical decision logical at all. Decision. And it was, it was at the point of um, because I work with female entrepreneurs, of putting her business at risk because her yes. business wasn't sure at all. <laughs> so it's like, okay, what are we gonna do about this? And I cannot push you to change that behavior in a logical level because to you it doesn't make sense. Your business mm-hmm. has been working for the past five years fine without our insurance, but. I know when you come to me that this is a risk for you, that you, if for, for the good of your business, you gotta have an insurance, right? Um, yep. So how do I make to close that gap and to reprogram your mind to see that that's isolated stuff so that you can change your behavior? It's a different approach to change the financial behavior mm-hmm. that I have found more effective than only just telling, well, you got to have an insurance and that's yeah, it. Yeah, it doesn't make you, this isn't logical. Yeah, that hasn't worked exactly. just to say that. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's about changing the subconscious first and then from Absolutely. there you, you can impact the behavior going forward. Uh, yeah, 100%. And, and most of the work, it's always... Um, realizing that there are two different things uh that they have no connection making that uh, um that clear to the the mind and also making clear to the mind that there is a future that your future is guaranteed so there is no reason for you to think that you're gonna die because of money yep i i would agree what is the worst you've seen like from us is that i mean that's a pretty bad subconscious belief to us uh, i understand um, the her reasoning behind it but that's a, bit, a yes. big one because we, you own, as humans, we own generally as your life gets complicated, you own a lot more insurance. So car insurance, life insurance, I mean, homeowners, <laughs> renters insurance. I mean, everything is insured usually. Yeah. Uh, so that's a big, yeah. a big problem to have the belief that if you haven't, because you have so much, I mean, most people have so much insurance, especially as a business owner. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say that is something worse than other things because it's all subjective it all depends yep. on how how big your mind ma- makes it or their mind makes it um but i think one that was more impactful to me um was one of my clients that i work with she the first memory that she had of money was the dad coming from work and finding that she would describe it as she was in a sofa um dad put all of the money on buying a pair of glasses for the sister the sister went to a school broke the glasses the next day she came and say hey um the glasses are broken and the dad just came home to the sofa and start crying and started to you know be broken about it and he was like what are we gonna do that was the last money so that was her relationship to money yeah so everything that she did from that point of going forward was we are always going to break 
the stuff mm-hmm. and that is never going to be enough. So what happened with her particularly is that the financial behaviors never aligned to her vision and even worse, she didn't allow herself to have a vision. And that to me is the most critical point of somebody, especially business owners, because you gotta allow yourself to have the vision no matter what. That's gonna be the driver that this person didn't have the vision or he she had the vision, but mm-hmm. she didn't allow herself to to open up for that vision because of what happened at the beginning. Um mm-hmm. and, and you can see all of them um different behaviors when it comes to interacting with family, money, family, money, yep. sister, and all of this. So yeah, it was very interesting. It is really interesting. Yeah. And it can start really young, as you're pointing out. She was quite young when she had this impactful memory. And then how long do you think it takes? Like if you're listening to this and saying, wow, I might have a, my relationship to money might be more affected by my subconscious beliefs than I realize. How, like, I know you said you can go about changing it, but like, what does that look like in terms of the timeframe? Yeah, it really depends. So if you're going to go about it by yourself, which, um, I don't, I don't think you cannot do it. You absolutely can. Um, but it's going to take you more time to realize that you're doing the same behavior. So it really depends. Um, what I have found on with my clients is that mm-hmm. a time frame of sometimes even three weeks to 90 days, we have clear a lot. Um, especially when we got into this intensive uh, hypnotic communication that it sounds so funny, but it's just a way of talking. Um, uh, when we really get to reprogram that and uh, mm-hmm. you allow yourself to change because of that, it, it, it can change a lot. And this is to say that we have so much story into our Mm -hmm. money stories that when you think oh this subconscious belief is gone i'm gonna be fine then you find something else i still find stuff i still freak out i still do fears i'm like i'm like i need and i'm working this every single Mm -hmm. day of my life so it's a lot more to go and it all depends on where you want to go where you where your goals and yeah and it it depends on how much support and how much accountability you have but I would say it can go as, as quick as a week or two, depending on your belief, um, all the way to your whole life, like me. <laughs> <laughs> constant, constant work and improvement. Exactly. Do you think um, that like a positive money mantra, like so you say, right, to change the internal narrative of something saying like, I'm good with money, I'm going to be successful, I'm going to have enough. Like, is that part of it as well? Like, kind of help to reprogramming, like instead, because a lot of people negative self-talk themselves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so like there, switching yeah. that. Yeah, I, to me, there are two things. One, mm-hmm. I don't subscribe into the positive or negative um, mantras. I subscribe okay. to the useful ones and the, the ones that are not useful. Um, okay. So if, if for you, and the useful mantra is that I work hard for my money, if that it's good for you and is it's working for you because you want to work hard for your money, then go ahead and use it. I don't want to work hard for my money. I don't want to be exhausted all the time because I know that I'm going to get it anyway. Um, right. So that's not a mantra that is going to work for myself. That's mm-hmm. not a mantra that I want to make work for myself. 
So when it comes to talking to yourself, um, negative talking, it's only the reflection of a brain that cannot stop and see the opportunities. And that's the most normal human brain. We think more negative thoughts than um, like than positive. positive. Exactly. In a second. So it is normal to have that. Only realize that the more you let your brain to run in automatic pilot Mm -hmm. because of that, uh, the less control you're going to have in changing your behavior and, and adapting these useful mantras. So I really like the delineation of rather than positive and negative, rather useful or not useful. That's a good way yeah, to, to categorize I, it, I, I think. Exactly. And that thing, that's a still hypnotic communication because your brain okay. is not like, oh, this is positive or this is negative. No, that's uh, something that we have created in, in, yeah. in nowadays society. Your brain only says like, is this useful? Am I going to survive uh, if I use this thing? So if I if it's useful and I, it's desirable, like I feel the, uh, the attraction to it, then I'm going to stick to it. And then you can use it and you can actually change your behavior based on that. That makes sense. That's really fascinating. Gosh, well, I appreciate you coming on. Where can our listeners find you? Um, I know you also the Money Mindset podcast. Yes. And then they can also find you to work with you if they want to work on their money mindset, correct? Yes, absolutely. Um, so you can find me at, on Instagram at the Money Mindset Expert, and you can turn into the podcast at the Money Mindset Show, available in all the platforms. And if you are interested to work uh, in your relationship with money and subconscious programming with money, then the Money Mindset Hub dot com is the place. Like, just look Money Mindset, and uh, I will be there. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you.